This is Tia Ballard. This is Todd Habercorn. This is David Vincent. Hey, this is Sam Whitwer. This is Phil Lamar. And you are listening to the Points of Interest. Points of Interest. Points of Interest. And you're listening to Points of Interest Podcast Network. Keep listening. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you this special news update. You know what those drums means? It's us, Conventional Wisdom, back for another episode where we get to talk about all the wonderful things in the pop culture convention world, what we love, what we could have liked but probably didn't, not for us, and all sorts of different stories from our convention experiences. I am one half of Conventional Wisdom, Francis, a.k.a. the other guy. The other half of the show, Josh Hawks, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, cannot be here today. But I am very happy and uh, very excited to announce our guest for this week. He is the host of When a Nerd Starts Over. He's also one-third of No Ordinary Nerd. It is Mr. Dan the Man, everyone's favorite Filipino and Asian. Hey, Dan, how's it going? That's awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How do you I like know, it? I, I mean, <laughs> I, I like it, but I mean, you know, but then I mean, you know, with me and you're on the same show, it's very debatable. Oh, <laughs> very debatable. And uh, you know, I'm sure Danielle would probably vote your way. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just the uh, you know, I love listening to how you intro uh, your your uh, other co-hosts on No Ordinary Nerd, and I'm like, I need to find a way to kind of just be like that as well because it's I love it. I, I you're really good at that, and um, I always enjoy hearing um, your your uh, your little blurb about your your co-host there. But yes, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. No, dude, this is awesome, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, this is a show that I was hopefully, uh, gonna get on because, I mean, like I said, I go to like conventions basically like every week. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've been to a lot of, a lot of bad ones. Um, <laughs> but, and I have a couple of stories on some of the weird, awkward ones that I've been to. But yeah, I mean, I listen to this show too. So, um, I am a fan of this show, so I'm glad to be on this show. Uh, well, it's super appreciated to have you on. Let's just start off real quick. Um, I wanted to mention that we met at a convention for the first time uh, at WonderCon. Uh, we had known each other previously through a show, but uh, I do love when conventions bring people together. And we happen to be going to the same one. Uh, it was good timing, and I got to meet you in person, which was a lot of fun. Uh, do you get a chance to often meet people that you, well, I don't know how many people you just know online. Like, do you have any friends or any, uh, people that you just know solely through the internet? No, you know, not at all. Um, uh, but I do, I, I think that's, that's probably going to change like very like rapidly. Um, just cause, you know, now that we've been doing, you know, I know we'll discuss it later, but panels, but, a lot of the same people who are going, they're going to the same panels that we're doing and mm-hmm. they're telling people. So, uh, I think that's probably going to change. Yeah. Rapidly. Yeah. Cause now we're having people who are just going to, cause they know what's expected and they know what, you know, and now they, now, now instead of just people that are just there, now they're kind of, they're friends now. So, um, <laughs> that's probably going to change. 
Yeah, it's really fascinating how uh, these relationships have developed. And I guess, yes, we're going to go ahead and talk about that uh, later. But uh, I think that meeting people at a convention is a great way to do it. It's a safe environment, especially if uh, you're meeting them for the first time and you only know them through the internet. Um, I think that's a really good uh, place to, to go. Now, you have an experience of going to conventions. How often? Like, when was your first, ex- what was your first ever pop culture slash comic book convention? Gosh, it would have to be MouseCon. Um, MouseCon, what and, is this? <laughs> yeah, MouseCon is a is a small, small Disney one, um, oh. which is in the East Bay, um, up north in Northern California. And uh, you know that that was just like, hey, let's just try it out. Um, and uh, you know, we didn't know what to expect, and um, and yeah, it was it was just really weird. I mean, we're just really impressed. You know, we. We we got to talk to some, you know you, I don't know if you remember this I'm sure you remember this you remember the whole Little Mermaid controversy with the cover and how <laughs> they thought there was um yeah there was a phallic symbol on the uh, on the uh, yeah, castle yeah and a bunch of, a bunch of random things in that movie we talked to the actual guy who painted the cover mm-hmm. and he was there saying like look I didn't try to draw this and so he was explaining himself and. I found that very interesting because that was a big deal, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, Disney during the uh, era of Disney films like Little Mermaid, um, Lion King. Be- I don't know about Beauty and the Beast, but I know Aladdin. Uh, there were a lot of apparently um, Easter eggs that were innuendos for a bunch of stuff. And I found that really funny uh, yeah. because you could find them. Like if you looked in the right places, you could see the word uh, sex uh, written out in leaves um in the lion king or yeah yeah it was really weird dude um <laughs> so that's why I, I really wanted to to learn more about that um and he talked about like different rumors of, regarding that and why he had drawn that and so it was, i i really it was real fun man just mm-hmm. for the first time so that was your uh did you start going to uh, conventions on the regular as a result of your experience over at MouseCon? I did, um, just because, like, you know, you get, like I said, like, you start going to conventions, and I'm sure you understand, um, is mm-hmm. that you just get addicted to them, dude. <laughs> like, you just, like, you get addicted to paying three times the price for stuff. Oh, yes. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. you know like, hey, I, I made a can, came to this convention free, but I'm a lot more broke. Um, yes. You know, uh, and, you know, of course, a bit, like, one one particular one that I had no, like, I had no business being there. Um was a convention called Dundracon. Oh. And it was a Dungeons and Dragons oh, convention. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, I have no clue. I mean, I've never thrown a 20-sided die in my life. Um, and uh, and it was weird, man. I, I, do you have any experience playing that at all? I, I had an ex who was into it. And so I learned how to play uh, very briefly uh, Dungeons and Dragons. As a matter of fact, I do own a set of dice. Um, so I do actually have a 20 sided and a 10 sided and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I mean, I do have some experience with it and on the actual points of interest podcast network, we had a couple of podcasts oh, and we still, I believe we have one still that is dedicated to D and D. And so we kind of, we sometimes, uh, collaborate and do some, some episodes where we are actually uh, playing a game over Skype. So I have played a few times, uh, the D and D stuff for sure. Dude, please include me in that. I mean, I would love to do that. Um, I've been trying to get the others to do it too, but it was weird because I know I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I walked in, everyone was like huddled in circles, and 
it, it reminded me of a high school cafeteria where you're you had nowhere to sit. <laughs> um, that's good. That's you good know, analogy. Yeah. I walked around and like, there's no seats for me. And like, this seat's taken. Yeah. I mean, it was, that's what it, it felt like. Um, and you know, there was one part, I guess there was one section of the actual con where it was like for, they were private rooms in a hotel. And I'm like, what the hell kind of game is happening there? I mean, is there like a 50 shades of gray freaking Dungeons and Dragons game there that you have to knock before you enter with a secret password? <laughs> I mean, and I actually, videotaped you know i actually facebook live a couple of those scenarios where i'm like can i go in this room i mean am i not allowed i mean you know it it was really and the, and it was probably the least friendly convention i've ever been to dude sure um because i didn't know how to you know i didn't know what to do you know people kind of looked at you like you know i'm sorry this game's been going and these games are like hours and hours long man mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah you know, um, it was, yeah, it was, that was probably one of the weirdest conventions, but uh, yeah, I'd gladly go again, but I mean, I, I'd love to play with you guys if you guys do something over Skype. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I think that we should do, definitely do a game. Uh, it's, it is a lot of fun, uh, because it is actually something that you can do online. It, they have a lot of digital stuff for you, so you don't even have to buy dice. You know, they have a lot of digital dice already online. They also have like character sheets online. It's, it's, it's become a really streamlined way of playing D and D and it has grown in popularity, which is what I like about it. it. It used to be taboo to even talk about it. Like only nerds play that game. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, with, with the advent of like Geek and Sundry and things like that, where they're making it more. Uh, mainstream more and more people are playing dnd larping on the other hand still is <laughs> still is a, a subculture that people aren't all on board yet with but i kind of get that as well that 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 requires yeah, I know that. that they had that there too dude yeah. I, I it, it was just a bunch of people hitting each other with foam yeah. I, I don't i don't i don't understand uh, i thought maybe it was like a way for people to to just like if they were mad at each other, like mm-hmm. be aggressive towards each other without actually hurting <laughs> each other. Uh, but it wasn't a, that kind of therapy session. I mean, there no. was a lot of role playing going on. So that's probably something I'd like to try too, just to check it out. Yeah, no, for sure. It is, um, it, it's D and D to the next level. And I think that it is a worthwhile experience to, to at least play D and D. A lot of people have made some really lifelong friendships through, through Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, that would definitely be cool. Uh, so you've, so you've actually, it sounds like then you don't discriminate on the type of convention you've gone to then. You've, you've, it seems like you go to all sorts of different, uh, themed conventions. Yeah. Um, I have, I have. Um, and you know, like, for example, like the thing is like, you know, I'm like, oh, what's this con? You know, I I look up different conventions. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go to this one. And then, and then I remember there was one where it was like, um it was like an anime con and so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna go to this one but then it was a certain sub sub, like i guess like um it was one type of con where it was just like a a section of like i don't know it's i don't know how to pronounce it but it's like spelled like y-a-o-i yeah yeah Yeah, yaoi cons oh god that's a that's a usually same sex uh conventions yes um so i did not know that that's Um, that's the women's version of it yuri is the uh, male version of that so yeah yeah um and so when i got in there and i I mean i was like okay well first of all my kids with me oh no Uh, no. so i was like (laughs) You know what, baby? Um, uh, you know what? We, we can't stay uh, here. Uh, we gotta get, I had to find some excuse. 
And I had to make up for it, man, because like she's expecting a con with like, you know, you know, Ranma, Sailor Moon, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then instead she's seeing a bunch of, you know, I, I can't even, you know, describe. I'm like, okay, you know what? I saw it from far away. I'm like, this is not where you want to be. Why didn't I Google this crap before I do it? You know, so as soon as I like Googled it, I was like, all right, babe, let's go watch, you know, whatever, you know, kids movies out right now and eat whatever bad food. Cause this, you know, I had to make up some, I couldn't, I, it was just, I, I learned a yeah. lot that day. I'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of subset conventions out there for sure for very specific types of fandoms. Um, I don't even know how to find those. So, you know, grats to you for finding these really niche conventions because I, I don't, I didn't know they even existed in all honesty until you were telling me this now. Um, I knew like furry conventions existed, you know, which is another subset of, of, um, of cosplay. So, I mean, I get it. But uh, would you say then that is the strangest convention you had been to? Well, almost, I guess, yeah, had been to. I almost went to, and I almost went to one of those bronies ones. Um, <laughs> okay. I was so close, um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I contacted someone at the convention, and I was like, yeah, look, check it out. And then they're like, okay. And then they said, okay, well, and they started asking me questions about who my favorite, my you know, pony was. Yeah. and. Um, I was like, dude, I, I don't know. And I started, I started looking at pictures and I'm like, I don't think I can do it, man. I, I just don't think I can do it. And I remember throwing the idea out to some of the, you know, the nerds and they're like, no, no, I, I don't, I don't think we, we, we should do that. So yeah, that was another one. But you know, I, I think, he, I think you kind of have to experience that, man. It's like, you have to go to it. Oh, well, I will tell you, I have been to a brony convention. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I have been to one. Um, I was, uh, I followed the fandom for a while. Uh, I always explained that it was because of a girl and it was true. <laughs> Is it I, always because of a girl? It, it's always I mean, because of a girl. Life. So she, she was into it. I, I said, okay, I wasn't necessarily, I, I, I mean, I, I watched a few shows. I mean, they're fine. They're harmless. Uh, and they are, and they have, you know, pretty good voice actors on there. Uh, very, uh, Tara Strong is on there. Like she is the ultimate female voice actor who's out, you know, out right now. Um, yeah. So I'm just like, I understood. And I went to, I did go to a, uh, convention. It was very small. It only took up about, uh, the second floor of a convention hall. Uh, so it was only a bunch of rooms. And the fan, this was before it really blew up. Like the fandom was just growing at this point. Um, it was only, I think, season two of the series. So people were just developing their fandom and cosplay was, was definitely furry-esque. Um, <laughs> and there are a lot, the vast majority of them are a lot of people who just are socially awkward. You know, they, yeah. they don't, um, they don't have a, a, a tribe. This is their tribe. A lot of them are male. Uh, the the male to female uh, ratio was like four to one. Yeah, um, mm. which is fine, but it is definitely a different world, and it's definitely well, something where I met like I met a, a patent lawyer who was a, a brony. A fe she was female, so I guess she was uh, something else. I don't know what they call the female bronies. But there was a patent lawyer, and there was an artist, like, and there was like a, a greaser. And, like all of these really kind of you people you would not expect to be bronies 
right. were there and they were just average regular people who just happened to find a similar love for animated ponies. So mm, yes. Yeah. And you did have to pick one. You always had to pick one. And I still remember who mine was. Um, it was the white pony by the name of Rarity. That was the pony that I decided like, that's my spirit animal. If I'm going to be in this uh-huh. thing, it lasted about a year. And, and she moved and I'm like, great, I don't have to do this anymore. And so I stopped <laughs> and like, okay, good. I don't have to do this anymore. And so I stopped and uh, I didn't have, I didn't go to any more of the, the little conventions or meetups or whatever, but I did experience it. And it is, I hate saying that it's cringeworthy because it, it, it is and it isn't. I get where they're coming from. You know, the, these are lost souls looking for people who, with like minds. So I appreciate and respect where they're trying to come from, but boy, not for me. Definitely not for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, some days you really have to channel your inner rarity. You do. Some Sometimes you do. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that would be my oddest, but the one that I, the one that always stands out in my mind is I've actually been to, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been, mostly because this is going out of fashion anyway, but, uh, adult video convention. No, I, I have not. Um, I have not done that. That's got to be interesting. It is. Um, just for the sake of not turning this into an X-rated podcast, let's just say that nudity is fine at a convention like this, of course. Right, <laughs> um, right. Uh, this was before the internet was streaming, um, you know, videos and, and whatnot. So a lot of dvds were were sold a lot of uh, uh equipment and things it's a if you want to really just kind of be scared you go to these things because they cover all sorts of stuff you didn't even know were a thing and you're like oh, oh, that's, a, oh that's a thing huh like dressing up as a chicken and like you know, <laughs> like that's a thing huh or like oh well it's pretty well i don't eat meat so oh there you go <laughs> Oh, dressing up as a as a uh, as a celery is a thing, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm just saying, like, it's if you ever wanted to see a world that is even more bizarre than the Brony world, you go to an adult video or an adult convention. Those are fascinating experiences, and and the freebies are pretty good too. <laughs> you get a lot of sw- you get a lot of got a lot of weird swag <laughs> for those conventions, but. <laughs> Anyway, oh, um, I, I, how how long ago was the the mouse con? By the way, like how long have you been actually doing the convention thing? Gosh, uh, I think the first the mouse con was like last December. I think. Also, oh, it's fairly recent. It's a fairly fairly new recent. Yeah, it late. I mean, like I said, we after that uh, once we started doing them, um, and I, I guess like in our kind of like podcast, Nordy Nerd, um, I'm kind of I guess like the con correspondent so i'm kind of like just the guy who goes to all of them like i have another one this week and uh and then uh, another one a week after that so it's like a non-stop kind of you know this is my way of basically trying to make up uh for you know going to all these like small cons to make up for the big con that you guys went to oh, that's probably what it is <laughs> um yeah yeah uh i'm a little oh you know what uh, well, i'm sorry go on that's not even close to what, what you guys did. But, I mean, it's just my way of, like, you know what? You guys go to one video. Fine, I'll go to, like, nine small ones. Ne- Dan, next year, man. Next year, you're going to be with okay. us at San Diego. Okay. 
Yeah, for sure. I will be there. I, 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 after that, yeah, no, I'm not going to let that happen again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anybody, uh, anyone curious, uh, if this is your first time listening, if you listen to the previous episode, we had Danielle from also, who is, uh, the co-host uh, with Dan over at No Ordinary Nerd. And she is also the owner of angstiner.com. She was there. We did a podcast with her, myself and Josh, uh, kind of talking about our experience over at San Diego. So go ahead and check out that last episode. Um, but yeah, you, so yes, you said you've been going to a lot of cons. See, I've been, yeah, I've been doing this for God, four years, five years now going to conventions. Um, I don't go as frequently as you do. I don't go once a week. I go, I, I mean, the most I've ever went was once a month, but you said that you had some pretty recent ones. So I really wanted to, to you to kind of elaborate and even to let us know, is it worth going to these conventions? Uh, the last one you went to was Lego related, I want to say. Yeah, it was, it was a bricks by the bay, which is like one of the largest, um, uh, Lego conventions in, in Northern California. Um, and it was really cool. Um, the thing is, like, when I think Legos, I mean, I was never really much into Legos. You know, it wasn't, like, my thing. Um, mm-hmm. But going to this and just seeing, like, how creative people are. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, oh, my gosh. I could barely put together a sandwich. Um, <laughs> right. And these guys are making, like, Ferris wheels and mm-hmm. carousels and bumper cars and I mean, Pokeballs and life-size, like, Bulbasaurs. I mean, who even, like, can map that out? Like, it's like, you know, it was literally, like, amazing. Um, And I would recommend if anyone can go to a Lego convention, even if you're not into it, because I'm not, um, you will be amazed. And you'll probably turn, man. You'll probably be like, you know what? I'm going to buy a set. And I'm going to do it. And we did. Um, (laughs) We bought a very manly uh, Frozen set oh, of Anna and Kristoff and that. his little shop. Um, <laughs> and uh, we put it together, man. I felt so proud. I, it was a definitely an Ikea moment for me. Yeah. Lego. I mean, unless you're in Southern California, then you have access to Legoland, um, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. we have Legoland here. So I guess we have a, a, a convention every day over at Legoland. But I am a big Lego person in the sense of I played with Lego when I was a child. Um, I haven't really uh, put together any Lego since. But yeah, the Master Builders. I mean, they really are called Master Builders. If you've watched the Lego movie and they talk about oh, yeah. Master Builders, Master Builders are real. They're the ones who make the Ferris wheels and the <laughs> and all that stuff. Like they're the ones who do the life-size things that like that's their job they get paid to do that stuff like that's their job which is amazing um yeah i i think that's awesome uh i'm glad that you had a really good experience there um i think that i don't i don't know if they'll ever make it this way but is it part of a like san diego's part of uh, comic-con international are they part of a like convention group or like a convention company or is no, it is it, it something that's local no. only? I think this one, this specific one, was just put together. And this one happens over here, and it's for a charity. So, oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, that's why it was it was like in, it was interesting, like covering it. Um, and you know, going to it, and like they had panels, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, things like that, and uh, which is interesting because they did have panels on like why some people like use. 
uh, uh, Legos for, for physical therapy. Like there's one doctor who uses it just for, you know, to, to help, you know, his patients deal with certain things. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, for example, I think my, the girl that I'm currently dating right now, she uses Lego. She's a big Lego fan. And that's the way that she distresses and gets over, like, you know, gets back to centers. So, take whatever set she'll she has all these boxes of of legos and she'll be like i'm going to do that one and she'll put it together and then she'll look at it for five seconds and then she'll tear it down and put it back in the box <laughs> and uh, you know and that's just her way of like you know i'm i'm i, I can be you know back i'm back to normal again but i i i figure a lot of people probably use that for that reason man you know i mean it's 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 like you know you feel really feel accomplished if you put them together you know sure i mean it's the uh it looks like for her it's the journey more than it is the destination and there's got to be some kind of uh uh joy and and a peace that you get from putting legos together especially ones that you've done before so it's kind of like in your memory you don't even need the uh, instruction manual you just like i know this piece goes here I know this piece goes here. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I always use the, the manual. That's why. So it's like, I've never, I've never created anything just out of memory. Um, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Imagination maybe where they look ridiculous, but memory, no, not so much. No. But, no. uh, so, uh, is this a recommend then? Are you recommending, uh, yeah. Bricks by the, the Bay? Only, the only thing though I would think of though is like, you know, I, for cons, um, you know, I love cons and like, you know, like you've been going for like four or five years, right? Yeah. Cons where there's so much to do. They take up your whole day because <laughs> you're doing stuff. Um, this is not one of those kind of cons. It's like <laughs> you walk around the main hall where people put all the stuff. You're like, Ooh, wow. Wow. Yeah. What? And then when you're done, you're like, oh, okay. Now what? There's nothing really to do mm. i mean you can go and buy expensive freaking sets and you know i'm like no we need to leave this area especially when my daughter when she's gonna want to buy every freaking thing and i was like no we gotta go it's not one of those cons where you can just do a lot of stuff you're just there for probably about an hour mm -hmm. and 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 that's not the kind of you know especially if it took me an hour and a half to get there um Oh yeah, I, I I prefer the usual cons that you know, like that I've mentioned earlier. Even even Dungeon Con, I that con I was there longer because it was just so weird to me. Well, um, okay, okay. You know, um, I I I want a I want the whole package, man. I mean, they didn't have any, <laughs> they didn't have any food, dude. Like, wow, really? Oh no, I I I know, man. I mean, that's like. That's important. That's a that's a faux pas right there. They should have had at least something to eat, some snacks. I don't know, man. I mean, especially this guy. <laughs> well, so um, so then I guess my other question is, uh, what like for the cost of the ticket, is it worthwhile going? No, I don't okay. think so. I mean, because I, I think about even too, like like I said, I, I had to drive an hour and a half to get out there. And then I was there for an hour and then an hour and a half to get back, you know, and, and then it was traffic. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, unless it was like, so like I was just in that neighborhood, you know, to do, I mean, there was another con that day and it was called Can You Be Con? Oh, I like uh, that. Okay. That what sounded more interesting because I think I mentioned to you that in the past they had like a thing where you could, they were auctioning off, auctioning off people. <laughs> yeah. So, 
like auctioning off like people who are cosplaying as like their favorite anime character and you want to like virtually like a date with them oh that's um, fun okay that probably would have been a lot more interesting um but you know like i i i i mean it was cool to go to i took a lot of pictures but next year i probably wouldn't attend that one okay yeah. Uh, so if you are an enthusiast, uh, go. Uh, it might be worth the price of admission. Um, but and if you're close by, but if you are not, and you're not close by, wait till maybe wait till one is nearer to you. Yeah. Which I'm fairly certain there probably are. Lego is big enough to where I bet they have conventions close to to everyone at some point or another. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, okay? So uh, you are about to go to one this weekend? Is it this weekend or next weekend? This weekend, yeah. Oh my god, this weekend. Okay. Con. Um for some reason I'm so excited to see Tracy Gold. I don't know why. Um Tracy Gold do you know what Tracy Gold is? Uh the name oh, let me think. The name sounds familiar. She, she was the, the sister on Growing Pain. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's wait, what's the name of this convention again? Stockton Con. Oh Stockton Con. Oh yeah, we yeah, okay. Okay. Um I don't know why, man. I looked at that list, you know, and then, and like I said, you've done this a lot. You look at all the guests and you're like, oh, I really want to talk to that person. For some reason, I, I gravitated towards like, you know what? I really want to meet. I want to talk to that person uh, if I can. Um, but uh, that's probably what I'm looking forward to. Again, this is one I've never been to. And, you know, uh, and that's one thing you've noticed, too, is probably like, you know, how big a con is is like the way that your communication is with the people who run the conventions. Right. Um, you can tell whether it's like, yeah, they're really, really serious or they're like, eh, I don't really care. You know, do you want to get in there? Go ahead. You know, it's, it's, that's a kind of a, so it, 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 it kind of sets up your enthusiasm for the actual con. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that one is this weekend. Um, but you know what? Uh, the one I'm really excited about though was the one is the one after that. Okay, well, so uh, which one's that one? What's the one after it? Uh, Crunchyroll Expo. Oh right, Crunchyroll. Sure, the uh, the yeah. uh, premier place for all your streaming anime. Yeah, that is the very first one ever. Um, so that's going to be kind of interesting. And Magwest is also that weekend. Um, but this is the one which you just we were approved for a panel for Magwest, but I had to decline that one. Oh, um, <laughs> Uh, well, probably because you wouldn't be able to make it. Um, and, <laughs> sorry. And, uh, no, no, it's totally fine. I mean, that was just too much. I, I that would have been tough. But yeah, Crunchyroll Expo was the one that, uh, you know, I was really excited about because, you know, I, that's what I use to watch anime. And, uh, some of the, some of the people that I want to interview are going to be there, like the, uh, uh, Max Middleman, who, uh, is the, the voice of Saitama in One Punch Man. Oh, um, yeah, sure. And even Johnny Ware, which is the, the figure skater. Um, Wait, what? There, I guess, yeah, I guess he's... Uh, there's a big, like, real popular anime that's based on figure skating. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense now. I was like, why? Oh, it's making noise. Look at that. Auto, auto video at the Crunchyrollexpo.com. Shame, Crunchyroll. Shame on your yeah. auto, auto video. But anyway, go on. Tell me more about this. What? Yeah, and I, I'm like, I'm curious about that. So uh, hopefully we'll have interviews to one of those guys. Um, we've, you know, uh, on our sites and stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that one. This is August is a really busy month. But I mean, one question I have for you though is, I mean, you've been doing this for a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a such thing as a convention season? I mean, or is it just <laughs> all, all year round? 
it, there used to be, uh, in the sense of conventions used to be limited to the summer months, um, because kids could go, you know, it was more available to everybody. Uh, that's also, it also surrounded San Diego Comic Con. Um, New York has always been in the, uh, winter time. So East Coasters always got the, 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 uh, more wintry months, uh, for their conventions. But West Coasters usually had summer months for their conventions. And nowadays, that's not a thing. No, because the popularity of, con- I mean, when I started going, pop conventions were already getting gaining in popularity. People, more and more people were understanding, like, oh, if I want to know what's going on in my favorite TV show or my favorite movie, I need to go to these conventions. So these conventions grew and grew and grew in popularity, and now a lot of new conventions are popping up, so that you can go literally every month. Um, mm-hmm. at the end of this, uh, at the end of the show, um, which, uh, will be after this interview, well, after uh, this conversation, um, Josh and I will go over a list of the conventions that are going out for the next few weeks. And there are so many different types of conventions going on. You know, like next week, you were saying that there's two Crunchyroll. Wait, is Crunchyroll and Stockton Con on the same weekend? Is that what you're saying? Or is well, it? Next week is yeah, Crunchyroll and um Mag West. Oh, Mag West. So you so a lot of location, a lot of big cities throughout the United States have four or five conventions going on at the same time. In Pennsylvania, there are two big conventions going on on the same weekend, I think on the same day, like it's only a one day convention for two conventions that are fairly, I mean, fairly good size. So it's really interesting to kind of see how the convention scene has evolved to become more like we are something that you, no matter where you are in the world, you can go to one of us and we will have the celebrities you want to talk to. We will have somebody you want to see. You'll have somebody you want to take a picture with. Come, come join our little thing. And it makes sense because conventions are hot right now. And I hope that flame doesn't fizzle anytime soon because I really love that there are all of these, these just conventions all over the place covering the anime and the video games and the comic books. Like I love it. So yeah, um, there's no more seasons anymore. It's, it's all year round. I think January is the only slow month for conventions. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I like from what I've like I've been looking at like I, I just check and, and and I I keep notes of like which ones are are coming up and um and I, I can see I I just get I get addicted to it man I mean but then again I can see that yeah you know what uh, I've seen that vendor seven times already mm-hmm. or you know things like that um but like I said and but you know I I'd have to I just enjoy the cons to have everything like the. Mm-hmm. The speed dating stuff like that, that, (laughs) that is like really interesting to me. And you know that we've discussed that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that is really cool. Plus some of the cons that are coming up, um, that are bigger than I thought they would be like Silicon, you know, Valley con. That was pretty big. Yeah. Um, the mix of technology and a convention, which was awesome with NASA being there and, you know, Tesla was there and, you know, uh, that was pretty cool, you know? Um, so I think it's, I mean, like you said, just like the syrup suit, we're being inundated with so many superhero movies because that's what's in. These things are just going to get bigger and bigger, you know? And more specific too. Like you, you've already mentioned several really specific conventions and I really like that there are, and, and, and you know, you also mentioned that Danielle will be going to one that's specific to the 100. So like these conventions are, that are catered to the fandoms, I think are, e- 
to me personally, I think are even better than the bigger ones. Um, even though it may not have the food, it may not have the vendors, it may not have a lot of this stuff, but you get to, you really get to connect with your tribe this way. You really get to connect to connect with people who are into the same thing you're into this way. Um, Oh. Yeah, because like the the most specific, other than the Brony convention, the one the only most specific convention I've ever been to, uh, was um, oh, what was it called? Uh, Final Fantasy Fan Fest, which was about oh, the video gosh. game Final Fantasy fourteen, which I was a, a player of up until this year. I don't have time anymore to play, but I went to this convention. It was a three day convention. Uh, it was in like a, it was just in a hall in a, one of the casinos and it was really cool. Like it was super specific. And th- the only reason why anyone was there was for one video game. What? Not like Blizzard, like BlizzCon where you have a bunch of different games under Blizzard. It was just one game and everyone was there young and old. Like it, I, I love seeing like a, my favorite people there were, uh, this, these, this old couple who looked to be in their seventies. And I'm like, oh, they were there with their kids or they were their grandson. No, it was just them. They were gamers. They were playing Final Fantasy 14 in their 70s. Like, that was their thing. I was like, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That, see, I, I think that's one of the things I love, I guess, about the cons, man, is just that, you know, we really can't judge a book by its cover, no. you know? Um, and I've learned that here, uh, going to these. Like, you, you would see people like, wow, they're really into this stuff? I mean, I would have never known. You check your social medias and like these people go to these cons. You're like, well, I had no clue they were into that. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's such a trip. I mean, one thing I, hey, I mean, I know I talked a little bad about Dendrocon. Mm-hmm. One thing I did love about that was that, you know, I was meeting people and some of the stories were like, you know what? I went to Dendrocon, you know, three and this is Dendrocon 41 right now. Oh, and wow. I was a little kid and then they're bringing their little kid. Yeah. Now they've grown up going to this and now they're exposing it to their child. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're going to grow up, you know, that child's going to grow up into that. So, you know, I, I like that. I mean, the stories of passing down like your fandom, mm-hmm. you know, to your child, you know, like, like my daughter, she doesn't know much about like, you know, old school, like video games and, and, and things like that. But then I'll, I'll tell her about this and then she's so curious about Mario and why, why does Mario always have to save the princess, Dad? Well, it's because of this, you know. But it's like it gives you that bonding. But not only are you just bonding with random people at these big cons because you're all in the same things, but it also shares a side to people who are closer to you, um, you know. And it's it's a moment that you can share with them, you know. And I do that with my daughter now. I I really that's one of the reasons I want to go to con every week. It's our special time. Right. Yeah. And it's something that is a fairly new phenomenon, really. Because geekdom has become mainstream in the last 20 years. Actually, I guess I can say 30 years now. Uh, so it's really cool. You're right. I mean, seeing, seeing the next generation be as excited about something as you were, uh, especially since we grew up in an era, an era when you were ashamed to be, uh, not ashamed, but you had to hide the fact that, Hey, I am, I love comic books or I love, I'm a gamer, you know, like video games for a very long time were considered like the loser thing to do because who plays video games? And now everyone plays video games, you know, like it's a thing that the cool people do now. And it's thing, it's a thing that can earn you money in, in tournaments and stuff like that. Like it's not, it, it's, it's gained in stature. So it's really cool to see that nowadays 
you know, seeing the, seeing the younger, younger generation kind of getting into it without shame, uh, is, yeah. is such a plus. Yeah. You, I, I love, you know, but I mean, have you ever though, and I'm sure you've experienced this. Have you ever walked through a con mm. and been like, looked at a vendor or, or a booth and you're like, what are you doing here? Oh, all the, uh, whenever I see the, um, whenever I see the Scientology booths, <laughs> Yeah, what? I've seen that too. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, are you handing out Dianetics? What is this? Yeah, when they, when they do the, I mean, cause, you know, I mean, L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer. So whenever they give out the science fiction books, it makes sense to me, but they're not. They're, they're giving away like, you know, they're doing the stress tests and they're, they're checking your thetan levels and like, that's, that stuff. Like, it's super weird. But I mean, like, I find it weird to see the military there. That's weird too. I, I've only seen them at the oh, what was the one that we went to? Um, Fanime? Was it Fanime? Was it fa- uh, no? It wasn't Fanime. It was it was super small. Wizard World. Uh, it must oh. be Wizard World because it was yeah yeah Wizard World because that was the really time that's with um Kato Kalin yeah 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 he was like uh yeah he was big there yeah at, but there was that one like booth of I think it was either the I think it was Army that was there looking for recruits. I'm like really. At a, I, at a, I don't understand that, man. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I, uh, we, I did a convention in Philadelphia, um, Great Philadelphia Comic Con, and one of the booth people, uh, two of them, one was for water heaters and the other one was for, like, solar panels. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why are you guys here? This is a comic book convention. Nobody wants to install solar panels or needs a new water heater. I think you guys are in the wrong place. But they were there. Like, they were happy to, to buy space for their little product. I was like, you guys are weird. You're in the wrong spot. I, I mean, I would love to interview the person who actually went there and came home with, you know, a contract, you know, getting solar panels in <laughs> their house. That would be really funny. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, I got all these, uh, you know, convention exclusive Funko Pops, <laughs> but I also got solar panels. I also ordered inst- our solar panel installation. We're going to get it next week. And now I'm an Army Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, but anyway, uh, we do uh, have. So wait a minute. So you have two conventions back to back. You have uh, Crunchyroll, and then you have wh- wh- which ones are you doing? I forget which ones are you doing in the next two. We're going to go to Crunchyroll, um, okay. and we're going to I'm going to Stockton Con, okay. and then there's the one that we're going to be a part of. Yes. So that's uh, yeah. So talk SF- about that one. Yeah, talk about that one. SF Comic Con um, is actually it's growing. Um, it was in a smaller location. Now it's at the Moscone Center, um, which is pretty big. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I've noticed over the years that the guest list has been, you know, uh, it's got a lot better. And so I, I feel this is a growing one. Um, but this Comic Con will be interesting because one, uh, you know, there are some things I wanted to to check out, um, especially when it's like you know native to like the Bay Area. Uh, it's going to be very diverse, and and the, the things that they're going to have there, different panels they're going to have there are going to be very very uh, exclusive to to just Bay Area people, which is very interesting. Um, oh wow, okay, uh, yeah, but, I can appreciate that, sure. Yeah, but one uh, one of the main reasons why, of course, is because of the panel that we will be hosting. That's the, the the main reason why we are going to this one. So. So I mentioned the panels uh, before uh, from previous uh, for previous episodes from my point of view as a guest, but you're the one who actually made it. 
So can you tell us a little bit about the actual panel itself, what it's called, what it's about? Yeah, it is uh, using nerd culture to escape. Um, and, uh, which is basically, if you, if you listen, if anyone listens to our, our podcast, Nerdy Nerd, it's, it's, it's a, a podcast about, uh, learning new things and trying new things and like, uh, using these fandoms and, um, and nerd culture to help escape anxiety and depression, which each person, um, in our podcast suffers from. And, uh, uh, even the new members of the podcast that suffer from. So, uh, it's a way for us to, to reach out to others and, uh, you know, and, and hopefully help, um, get through this together. Cause, you know, we, we learn about these things and we heal together and we share together. And that's how we connect, you know, we, when, and it's a way to show that we're not alone. And uh, when you find out you're not alone, it's a lot easier to deal with these issues. Yeah, uh, that was something that is kind of reflective of your podcast. You know, that's kind of the origin story, really, of of Angsty Nerd as well as No Ordinary Nerd. I mean, it is um, a it's an out it's a resource i guess for for people who are suffering from mental illness um who often suffer in silence uh, a lot of people including myself specifically uh do not talk about those things um i don't talk about it on my social media as much as I, as possible i try not to sometimes i get weak and will post something that is uh dealing with what i'm de- going through in my own head um, but quite, or, or, or uh, and I try not to share it with other people, um, as well, but that's a bad thing. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to hold it in. You want to be able to, to find someone you can talk to, um, who can relate to what you're going through and, uh, hopefully again, um, heal, uh, together as, as, as part right. of your, um, uh, your, your, that's your, your tagline, really. <laughs> you guys have right. a tagline. Uh, we've, uh, how many times have we done this so far? Gosh, um, twice. twice. But I mean, we would have done it a lot more. Like I said, we we've applied to a few and probably were accepted to a lot more. Um, but uh, we've kind of, you know, you know, for logistical reasons, mm-hmm. um, it just is just not, you know, feasible to do all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with, you know, um, one of our panel members, uh, pretty far away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a panel, <laughs> as a, a panel member, uh, I do want to be to all, as many, if not all, I want, I would prefer to be at all of the panels that are on this because, um, I, I actually love it. I actually love, uh, the interaction. I love the fact that, uh, we, we weren't expecting much of an audience and we continued to, you know, the people who attend continue to amaze us and, and keep coming in and, and wanting to hear our stories as well, as well as wanting to, uh, talk about their own stories. I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's such a huge deal, uh, to see that connection being made. And yes, I mean, I am currently, <laughs> I am currently 600 plus miles away, (laughs) (laughs) which makes it difficult to, 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 to attend all of these, um, these panels that you want to post up. And plus, I think it's good to kind of spread them out too, because it can get stale quick, uh, for us as panelists more than it is for the audience. So we don't want to do that. We want to continue to evolve it and make it a thing. Now, uh, we do have, as you say, we have one in, uh, at San Francisco Comic Con, do, do, do you happen to have like the day and time uh, it's going to be? I believe it's uh one thirty to two thirty. No, no, actually, I'm sorry. No, that's four thirty to five thirty on Sunday. 
Um, that's that's for I think I, I believe that's the actual time. Yeah, and uh, and day we're on the last day. One of the I, I, we are the very last panel, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we have experience with that being <laughs> the very last panel of a con. And it's a little different this time around because it's a four day weekend, so Memorial Day is right afterwards. So it's not like people have to rush to get get away. They can stay the extra. You know, I I think um we'll have a nice. Uh, a nice gathering because no one, I don't, I hopefully, hopefully people, people don't feel rushed to leave because they have an extra day to kind of relax and prepare before going back to school or work. Right. But, uh, have you ever been, you haven't been to San Francisco Comic Con before or have you been there? Before? I, ha- I have not. Um, that's what I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, um, just because I mean, I, I love the city. I love San Francisco period. And, you know, uh, there's just so much to do. Um, even though like, you know, maybe this con might not have everything that we want to do, but that city will have everything that we want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably including, uh, one of my favorite, uh, Asian pastimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I guess, it, I guess it's an Asian pastime if you want to call it that. Sure. <laughs> Um, yes, he's talking about the Dance Dance Revolution tournament we're going to have. Oh, <laughs> yes. We will get down with our bad self. Uh, uh, there is, uh, yeah, there'll be uh, many, um, hopefully quite a few uh, boy band songs will be sung that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, some of the routines that JT made famous in oh, his uh, Bye 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 video. Um, oh, God, yeah. Hopefully I love that we'll you're be... JT's by himself now. NSYNC no longer exists. It's just JT. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I feel bad for those guys. I mean, guys <laughs> so I mean, any one of those guys would have loved to be in that Trolls movie. Oh, sure. Come on now. Sure. Any one of those guys. But yeah, no, I, no I'm no, i excited about that because there's just so much to do there. Now, if you had gone, if we had a a, a panel at Dundracon, mm-hmm. uh, and then it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to turn out. As in, like, you know, it, we, there wasn't much to do after. Yeah. We wouldn't have uh, that much of experience, you know, li- you know, having fun in the city of San Ramon. So uh, San Francisco was a lot uh, a better location for a, a con <laughs> like this. Sure. Um, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. It, it's going to be a chance to connect with, like, you know, with people, a chance to hang out with you guys again. Mm-hmm. And then enjoy the city you know so that's what i'm and uh you know everything that the city offers so yeah. that's going to be really awesome and i do love that um that when the convention is in a major city like that like again like san diego so much to do in the actual gas lamp district um yeah. and and uh, surrounding downtown san diego uh but for, again i i mentioned great philadelphia comic-con uh, it is in the middle of nowhere for the most part. There's not much to do once the convention is over. Uh, so you kind of just go to the local Applebee's and then go home. It, it's, there's uh-huh. just not that much to do. Uh, but like if you go to Kamikaze or uh, WonderCon, which is, or WonderCon's in Anaheim. So you have, uh, Disneyland and you have like a bunch of stuff there. Kamikaze's out in, or not, it's not Kamikaze anymore. It's uh, the Los Angeles Conve- uh, Comic Con, uh, Stanley's LA Comic Con. That's in, in actual downtown LA. Uh, at the Staples Center or near the Staples Center. So there's so much to do there. I love when conventions are in major kind of city centers because part of the fun is being able to 
once you've made your new friends at the convention is to go and hang out and do something with them afterwards. Right, yeah. So uh, it's always a plus when you have a city to back you up with that. But uh, there you go. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like Northern California is a huge convention scene. You've been to several that are vastly different from one another. Right. Yeah, yeah that's true. And I think that's a huge plus. Um yeah, and then and then of course we have our, our September convention, and I think while we're there, we'll definitely have to talk about our experience uh, for uh, the next episode of Conventional Wisdom uh, that we'll have to do. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, any any other thoughts or uh, any other comments in regards to the conventions you've been to or any that are upcoming? No, you know, um, I guess like what I think, I mean, one of the reasons why I get addicted to these things, even the small ones, and, and sometimes I actually do prefer the smaller one. Um, sure. It's because, you know, the experience, um, with vendor wise, I guess, you, you, you know, the thing is like, you just don't see some of these things at the bigger cons. You know, these are real homegrown like products, you know, real homegrown artists and their craft and they're showing these things off, you know. Um, but, the main reason why I love conventions is because it is an area, uh, a time when you can geek out with everybody at the same time, you know, yeah. um, with no judgment. Um, you know, if we were to cosplay as, you know, anything, if I were to cosplay so, and, and just walk around in public, you know, I would get so many funny looks. <laughs> but sure. if I were to do it here at these conventions where everyone is dressed up or it's, 10 times better than regular Halloween. I mean, it's, it's, um, that fact that we can discuss that. I can look at one particular comic book and I'm pretty sure there's someone in the same area who is into that same comic and have a discussion with a random stranger for hours. And, um, you know, like for example, that big con that's going to happen in Canada, Unity Day. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's actually, well, I mean, I won't say big, con. it's a smaller con, only 500, like, plus people are, are allowed at that convention. Mm -hmm. um, but that allows exclusive contact with the stars of the show. Yeah. And um, everyone who's at that con, those 500 other people are extreme fans. Um, and our own angsty nerd, Danielle, is an extreme fan. So for her to go there and just talk about that show 24 hours a day, every day she's there, I mean, imagine that. That's like completely awesome. You've, for you to make, it'll be, it won't be difficult to make friends at all. No. And no. sometimes, you know, it's hard for, uh, you know, people like us. I'm, you know, I consider myself to be, I guess, like a extroverted introvert. Um, oh, yeah. That, that exists. I, I can, you know, I, I can, I can get along with everybody, but, you know, I feel a lot more comfortable when I'm like kind of, you know, at home. You know, that's just kind of, but, these locations, you know, this is the easiest, you know, for me to, to feel like normal, you know, it's the easiest I, I can, I know that you, you guys like the stuff that I like, we can talk about it, we're friends now, and then we can go back to being introvert once we leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's kind of uh, my experience too, for a lot of these uh, conventions is, yeah, we get to be depending on the type of convention, the small, I'm with you with small ones, you know, with, with small ones, the likelihood of you actually like connecting with people is greater at a small mm -hmm. convention than at a bigger one. You know, I went to a very specific convention a few weeks or a month back uh, for 
and the convention was for a podcast group and the the attendees were uh, 700 plus 700 plus people but because it was so few people i was able to actually like make some new friends and connect with people like that's really a, a cool um something that you don't get every day uh, at a large convention you can easily just get overwhelmed by just all the things you can do and just it gets intimidating to talk to people because there's just so many of them so yeah. i completely yeah. agree with what you're saying there um and so if you if you do find a small convention usually the small conventions are one dayers which are even yeah. better uh find them and go to them because you'll be surprised the kind of celebrities that go to these tiny conventions and and you get to actually meet in person and shake hands with or, or have even a conversation with it, it's definitely worth your time i would agree i would definitely agree yeah i you know the one of the reasons why one of the reasons why i do prefer the small con is because dude i was a really big fan of like wrestling like in like the 90s and a lot of these small cons have wrestlers from that period dude oh, like yeah, yeah yeah i am so happy to be like oh man it's like you know uh you know ray mysterio <laughs> oh my gosh it's uh you know i i i, I actually yeah, it, you know and there was a few that i was gonna you know rick flair was gonna be at but i know right. he's going through medical you know yeah. complications right now but those kind of things were like, you know, I would geek out and I'm like, why am I geeking out over Tracy Gold? But I'm going to. Sure. You know, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, like I said, I just love these things, man. Like if I can go every week, I will go every single week. Well, you're a braver man than I am. I get exhausted after a convention, like emotionally <laughs> exhausted after a convention. I need like at least a month to, to recover. But Dan, this was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with these conventions and as well as sharing what's upcoming in our convention lives. <laughs> yeah, man. Of course. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to, to be on the show, man. Like I said, I listen to the show whenever it's on and, uh, you know, I am a fan of both you and Josh. So. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to be on the show, man. Uh, well, it was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure having you on. And we're, you're, this is definitely not going to be your own one and only time. We'll definitely have you back on because I'm certain we'll be doing a lot of conventions together over the next uh, next few or dozens of years. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, this is your chance, your time to get your fans who have just become fans. They listen to this podcast. They're like, oh my God, I'm such a Dan fan. They're the Dan fans. <laughs> oh, uh, where can they find you online so they can Dan fan out to you? <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, well, uh, the main podcast is nowhere to uh, is a, uh, you can find that on that website I just mentioned. Um, but also on a side project that I do, which is a, uh, when a nurse starts over and that's totally a, a podcast about, Love and dating and sometimes explicit stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah. but my Twitter handle is at rain delay two, and uh, I, I I really gotta change that, dude, because I don't even know I I don't know why my, that's my name. I I really don't. You better do it um, soon. <laughs> I know, I know, but yeah, that's where at rain delay is my. You can find me on Instagram and all that other stuff. But um, if you want to contact or even be on the show. When a nurse starts over, you can contact me at when a nurse starts over at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. Uh, go ahead and check those websites out. All right. Right now, we're going to take a little bit of a break and I'll be back with Josh to go over what's to look forward to in the upcoming two or so weeks of conventions that may be around your neighborhood. Thanks, everyone. Diddly, diddly, diddly. 
Thank you very much, Dan, for that. I'm um, looking forward to a bunch of the conventions that he's going to and we're that he and I are attending. Uh, so be on the lookout for those. I'll talk about them at the end of the show, but really appreciate it. Again, you can find him online uh, through noordinarynerd.com. Um, and he also has a podcast called When a Nerd Starts Over, where Josh and myself have been guests on his show. Anyway, hey, yes, Josh. Good time. Good time. How's it going, Josh? I know this is just like, I mean, we just jumped into an interview and didn't even like talk. Hey, Josh, what's going on? <laughs> hey, man, not a whole lot. It's, uh, you know, busy as always with convention things, which is uh, why I wasn't around for part one of this, uh, this thing. Yeah. So you have, um, you have a convention coming up soon, don't you? Yeah. Next weekend, I will be, uh, at the Colorado Springs Comic Con. Uh, uh, that will be the, uh, uh, tw- uh, 27th, 28th? Oh, nice. 26th, 27th. Okay. Uh, sure. Pulling up a calendar. Pulling up a 20, calendar. 25th. Uh, 26th, 27th. Yeah, 25th through the 27th. Colorado Springs Comic Con. We'll talk about it, of course, when we get to the list. Um, but that's cool. Uh, you're going to his press? I am not fully aware of what kind of badge I am going under. I am definitely going. I just don't know under what capacity. I uh, unfortunately waited too long to apply for press. <laughs> sure. And was informed of this. Okay. And said, "Oh no." So I made a phone call and uh I am going about, well apparently I am a freelance photographer. Nice. Okay, cool. So you will actually be doing work here at this convention. I will actually be doing work uh not for the convention, but I will be at the convention trying to do as much of my work as possible. Speaking of which, you have done some voiceover work as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I did recently. Um, our our good friends, friends of the show, uh, Nerds That Geek, another uh, podcast and website group based here in Denver, uh, recently uh, put together and was at well was asked to and put together videos uh, both for Denver Comic Con and the Colorado Rockies the major league baseball team here in Colorado. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So, um, the Comic-Con one is, uh, there, it was a segment for their Denver Comic-Con TV segment, which is exclusive to nerds at geek. Uh, so I did a, uh, about three minute voiceover for a video that was shot over the course of the weekend. Uh, with uh, some amazing words by the man that runs uh, the show over there, JB. Um, he gave me uh, what? Wh- what's the word? What's the adult way to say things? Uh, carte blanche. Carte blanche. Yeah, there you go. And he gave me carte blanche to uh, make adjustments or uh, you know change things here and there as needed. Uh, so I basically put his words into my cadence structure mm-hmm. and and rocked it. Um, so you can check that out. I also did one for the Colorado Rockies, uh, that they, uh, did some coverage, uh, for them on their, uh, Star Wars night. <laughs> I was almost, I was kind of hoping you're, that you're going to say, oh, and yeah, I'm now the official voice of the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, that's coming. You know, the, the, the little people are talking to the little people okay. and hopefully they'll talk to me one day. All right. Step by um, step. A little by little. <laughs> We're making it. Nice. I think I think Alan Roach kind of has a uh, 
stronghold on the voice of anything here in Colorado, but yeah, he's a good guy. So, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but no, so you can check both of those out, um, at nerds at geek.com. Uh, for some reason, their YouTube channel is still under their prior incarnation of their name. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, good. if you really want to check that out, go uh, to YouTube and look up the channel girls of wait, girl, girls, girls. Just look it up through. I would say just look it up through the website, or even you probably have it posted um, on your. I do. I do. I have it posted on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So at three or three. So you definitely check that out. Yeah, please. Um, okay. Well, uh, I don't. Ha- the only uh, other convention I, that's coming up for me, uh, I talk about with Dan, which is San Francisco. So you can go ahead and. Uh, well, you've already heard it, so you know what's going on. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get to our list. We have a few po- a few uh, conventions coming up. Uh, in the interim, again, we are going to try to be doing this only in like two or three week intervals. We should have another show, uh, before the end of the month or right at the first weekend of September to go ahead or first weekend, first week of September, uh, to kind of talk with someone new, uh, a new guest as well as, um, discuss what's going on in the world of conventions for the first half of September. So let's go ahead and get started on what's happening on the latter half of August. And I will begin with a gaming convention out at Indianapolis, Indiana called Gen Con Indie, which I think Gen Con is already taken. So I'm glad they put the indie part in there. Yeah, the, we got to get a designate um, as as well as the name of this anime convention in Dallas, Texas. Anime Fest. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe it's a franchise on that one, but there's a horror convention. I think we don't, we haven't mentioned a lot of horror conventions, but we're getting close to October. So Necrocomicon Providence in Providence, Rhode Island is happening, uh, this upcoming weekend, the 17th through the 20th. Oh, actually, I guess even today. It's on, it's on a Thursday. That's crazy, but it'll be it's four day show. We're yeah. crazy. Um, uh, 18th and 19th again coming up as we record mm-hmm. in Dover. Delaware, yeah, uh, the Dover Comic Con at Hunt Valley, uh, Mar- Hunt Valley, Maryland. We have Monster Mania Con over there in Stan's backyard. Yeah, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, is Saku Saiku Con Saiku Con Saiku Con. It's an anime convention. Oh, I love the name of this convention also coming up this weekend in New York, New York, Liberty City Anime Con. Uh, Liberty City, for those of you who don't know, is from Grand Theft Auto, which I love. Love. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't think about that till just now, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) Uh, uh, In, in, um, Uncasville, 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 yeah, on someplace in Connecticut. (laughs) Um, Perhaps, uh, Adrian, you can help me out with that one. Yeah. Uh, Terrificon. Out in Shave, uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Geeked Con. Uh, at Lu- uh, Altoona, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Des Moines Comic Book Convention. Ah, oh, Cure de Aline. <laughs> it's a one day convention <laughs> on the 19th. Uh, Idaho. Cure de Aline. Idaho, really? Oh, man. Anthony. Anthony, you're going to have to help me with this one. Yeah, help on that one, please. Cure de con. Cure de con. Uh, Albany, Georgia. That is a one-day show. Epicon. So it better be pretty epic. 
for one day. Yeah. Uh, Greensville, or Greenville, South Carolina has the Southeast Game Exchange for anyone who's into the gaming stuff. Uh, there's a lot of signings coming up here. Yep. Uh, New York, New York. Flame Con. Eh. <laughs> Mm, yeah. uh, Pensacola, Florida has Pensacola Comic. Uh, I'm sorry, Pensacola Comic Convention, which is apparently trademarked because it has a TM. The first TM I've oh, seen no. so far. On a, yes, on a that's that's pretty crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I, you would have thought Schaff would have had that. Yeah. Um, uh, 18th and 19th, Stockton, California, kind of in France's area. Yeah. Uh, Stockton nine. Con. It's only where, a nine-hour uh, drive. A whole bunch of white gangsters are going to hang out. <laughs> I knew somebody from Stockton, and he would agree with you. <laughs> Hopkinsville, Kentucky has the Eclipse Con. Ooh, just in time for the actual eclipse <laughs> on uh, that following Monday. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whatever. They're, they're sister uh, cities. Minnesota <laughs> Fan Fest. In uh, Omaha, Nebraska, we have Omaha Comic Book Convention. Concord, North Carolina is Charlotte, Charlotte Comic Con. See, this weekend really is like the weekend of conventions because we're still on this weekend. This is the 20th of August. Yes. In North Olmsted, uh, Ohio is the Neo Comic Con. Essington, Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia Comic Con exclamation point. Right. Not to be confused. <laughs> with Not great- to be confused with the three other Philadelphia Comic Cons, non exclamation point. Tom's River, New Jersey has the Jersey Shore comic book show where it's all about tan, laundry, and the gym. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I just knew it. Um, at Los Angeles, California, the Los Angeles comic book and science fiction convention, The Reef. Yeah, it's at The Reef. I've been to this convention several times. It's uh, It's on twice a year. It's a nice little one-day convention. Where if you're looking for kind of those hard to find toys or a lot of vintage comics, this is a great place to go. Um, and they have a bunch of uh, celebrities who just hang out. Um, like, uh, and what's his name again? Garrett Wang <laughs> is often there. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah. So you can go ahead and check that out. Um, also, he doesn't know it, but he's a friend of the show. He's, yeah, he's inadvertently a friend of the show. Um, Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Again, here we are with the, uh, game convention out in Dallas, Texas for the 24th through the 27th. We have QuakeCon, of course. I mean, QuakeCon, I think, has been going on for quite some time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I would hope so. Quake is, is a huge property still, even though nobody has made a new Quake game in like 10 years, but whatever. And we, we have finally moved off from this coming weekend. Right. We've moved on. <laughs> we have moved on. Uh, the 25th to the, through the 27th. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio is Matsuri Con. Uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii. I don't know if this is the, if these are the people who we know, who we met that one time out at San Diego, but this is the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Actually, I don't think it's the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. I think it's just Hawaii Comic Con, but there you go. 25th through 27th. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? In Miami, Ohio. Huh. That's that weird. Threw me there for a yeah. convention, uh, for, for a name there. Uh, anime convention. Mitsukon. Nice. Fargo, North Dakota. We have Anime Fargo. Hey, the show that I'll be at. <laughs> be at. Look at the look at how we did that. It's like we planned it, but we honestly did. No. <laughs> uh the Colorado Springs Comic Con, the twenty-fifth through twenty-seventh. Uh same weekend at St. John, Nebraska. We have the Fundy Fan Fest. The FFF. 
It's Palm Springs, oh, no, no, California, wait. where you once used to hang out and party. Now you just go to die. Hmm. Uh, like Comic Con Palm Springs. And just a uh, a note on the, it's not Nebraska. I don't know what NB is, but it's in Canada. So I'm I think that's um I don't know where that North, is. North um Brunswick. <laughs> maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. Uh if you happen to be in Taka uh Ticonderoga, New York. Oh, I like it already. Ticonderoga, New York. <laughs> it's Triconderoga for Star Trek people. That's awesome. <laughs> Triconderoga. I love it. <clears throat> and if you are from there, you already know how to pronounce it. Yeah, that's awesome though. I like it. Uh Harrisburg, Illinois. Yes. Uh Berg Comics Con. Mm, all right. Sure, why not? Uh, on, uh, one day on the 26th, Orlando, Florida, we have Infinity Toy and Comic-Con. Uh, I'm scrolling, stand by. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day only on the 26th in Swansea, oh God, M-A, um, help. Mass, I think that's Massachusetts. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. the Swansea Public Library Mini Comic-Con. Okay, I just want to just briefly say that's awesome. Um, mostly because uh, I forget the libraries exist, and I'm glad that these things happen to remind me. Hey, libraries are cool, and they still exist. We do, we do a library show here. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's awesome. I, I I wish um our we have a huge library in L.A. I'm a little surprised we don't do anything in that library, but mostly because it's probably hard to get to. Uh, Burlington, Ver- Vermont. We have Vermont Vermont Comic Con the 26th and the 27th. Columbia, South Carolina, the Soda City Comic Con. Ooh, I love that they're called Soda City. Uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Is that? Oh, yeah, it's Colorado. Uh, Fort Collins, mm-hmm. Colorado has Fort Collins Comic Con, where you'll be able to find our buddy AJ Yay. from uh, Pop Cult Pins. Yay! Good for him. Oh, he made pins specifically for this convention. So yes, that's awesome. he did. Yeah, that's exciting. Twenty sixth uh, and twenty seventh in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is the J one hyphen con. <laughs> I like that no, you had J one con. It's uh, an anime thing. Maybe it you, might be hyphen con. It might be hyphen con. You never know. You, you never. You never quite know. Uh, on Sunday, the twenty seventh, uh, at Victoria, British Columbia, we have Victoria, uh, the Victoria Comic Book Expo. Annadale, Virginia, is <laughs> awesome. Shop promotions, comic book, and non sports card. The non sports card show. I want them to be our friend, the Shoff Promotions people. Like, I want, we talk, even though they obviously have a ton of conventions, I kind of just want to be their friend because I feel like I know them now. Uh, Laurel, uh, Maryland, we have the comic book and non sports card show. Uh, in, in, in direct competition with Shoff, yeah. obviously. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. 29th and 30th in Seattle, Washington is PAX Dev. Cool. Yeah, PAX. PAX is always uh, awesome. And this looks like it's for maybe it's developers only, but that's really cool. I am a fan of that. Um, and last, uh, lastly, well, uh, that's it, actually. Um, everything else is in September, and we'll get to that when we do our show in a few weeks. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We had a, a blast, as always, uh, giving you the latest on what's going on in the comic book and convention world. Josh, sir, always a pleasure. Um, where can they find you online? You can find me all over the internets, mostly on the Twitters. Uh, I, wh- what is my handle? 303 underscore ninja. You can find me everywhere else at poipodcast.com. Uh, yes. And if you would like to find me, I'm also at aka 
the other guy. Well, I was going to say at AKA the other guy, but yeah, AKA the other guy. That's me on like Twitter and Instagram and Twitch and probably other places as well. You can find mm, me. There. Synergy. I like to, ha- yeah, I like to have a little bit of synergy. Sure. Every once in a while. Um, also you can find everything that I do over at sincere.sarcasm.net. Don't forget to check out the brand new show. It's only a few episodes in, but it's definitely worth your ear hole time because both Josh and I are on there. This is Josh's baby, uh, because it's named after his network. It's called the points of interest podcast podcast. Go ahead and take a look at that over at poipodcast.com. And that, that is kind of synergistic as well. It is. It is. Uh, POI podcast is also the the name of the Twitter handle, so that makes it even better. Um, it makes it easy too, because I don't have to make another Twitter handle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so again, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to write into the show for any reason whatsoever, maybe you have questions, maybe you have guest suggestions, or even like that, you can go to he- go ahead and write to conwizpod at gmail.com. That's conwiz, W-I-Z, pod at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to talk about anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, and that's our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll go ahead and be back with a new guest. We don't know who it'll be, but we'll have someone in to talk about upcoming conventions, what to look forward to. And of course, we'll have Josh uh, telling us a little bit about how his convention went this past week. So until then, have a great one and enjoy your conventions, peoples. Bye, everybody.